for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank Home Instead Senior Care. They recruit the most devoted caregivers all caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable, providing senior home care services in your loved one's home. Now, our guest today is Robin Luftig. Robin, welcome. Thanks, Kathy. This is a treat for me. Thank you. Well, if you if you heard our if you happen to catch Robin's story on our first podcast we did, which I think I'm going to call "God's Best, <clears throat> Your Worst," his umbrella, Robin Luftig's story. I don't know. I may have to throw something about a brain tumor in there, too, Robin. There's a lot in your story. It's a lot, isn't there? There's a lot. It's so, it's so much. I don't know. We're just praising God through trauma. We've done a lot about trauma on this show, not as much about head injuries. But I did some work with Erin Carey on tra- how trauma affects our, our uh, whole system and can lead to depression and some other chronic uh, Ill, mental health issues. And I did another episode with Carol Clark on trauma and how we can use trauma. Uh, I forget what they call it, but it's when you understand trauma, then you take that into the court system and you can have better outcomes and better justice mm. because you understand what prompts people to, to turn to addiction. So Judge Carol Clark did that episode with me. So we've done a lot about trauma, and I, I was really excited to get your wisdom on this topic. It's very dear to me, some of the stuff you shared. I loved your book. I want to be sure I mentioned that in case people didn't get to hear the first podcast. Uh, her book is called, I have it, why don't you say it? I have it right here. Oh, here it is. But I'll let you say it. God's best during your worst. Uh, yes. So, so, and the cut line is living under his umbrella. I love that cut line because tagline because I've done some stuff with Nancy K. Grace and she mentioned God's grace like an umbrella. And when people go to my YouTube, they'll find I have a whole thing on how God's grace covers us like a, his blood is like a red umbrella. So when I saw the cover of your book, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this book. Okay, so. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You just never know what's going to catch people's attention and their heart. Right. So I want to read a quote from that book because it really got to me. Uh, and I think this is a great lead up to my first question for you. While, while not all tragedies come with warning signs, some do. If warnings show up, be prepared to recognize them. Looking back over my life, every negative situation I got myself into, I now see came with warning signs I never heeded. It can be difficult to view ourselves objectively, but we need to strive to be independent thinkers. 
Oh my gosh, Robin. Um, just, I mean, I could just keep reading, but I won't. That's on page 28, chapter two. That's only in chapter two, ladies. (laughs) Whoever's my listening friends, sometimes we get men that listen to this program, Robin, and I think it's because they want to hear what the women talk about. (laughs) That could be, that could be, they're smart men. But this idea of being an independent thinker, I love that. Obviously you've had a, you've recovered amazingly from a brain tumor. You didn't control that. But there are a lot in my life. My biggest traumas were things that I made choices about that I lived to regret. So no wonder I responded to your quote. Right. You know, and we do make we make silly, silly decisions. When when I was 17, you'll love this. When (laughs) I was 17, I was living with my father and. He he had he and my mom had been divorced, and it was just he and I. And this was back in the seventies, so and that was odd. Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. But um, I decided that it it was time that I I take control of my life. I was oh, seventeen. No. I knew everything <laughs> I needed to know, so I decided <laughs> to get married at seventeen. And the wow. thought of that now just sh- makes me shake. Because I used just the, probably as much forethought of my forever as I, you or I figured out what we were going to wear today. That's mm. how much effort I put into it. And that set me on a path that was devastating. Mm. Wow, that's a lot to share. I can really relate to that in so many ways. And, and I think most women can. Um, 17 is very young, though. That is a very young age to well, make such it was, a big, yeah, life-changing commitment. There, there are some marriages that, that are, especially back in the 70s, you know, some women and men, they, were, they do very well. My whole process was, was broken. It was just broken. I was, in, I was in control. I was trying to control. It was all about me. And that's mm. that a, a, a standard that I followed for many years, and God had to, God had to save me from the gates of hell mm. to pull me back from that sense of control. Mm. Yeah, I think control is real, real evidence of fear. It's one of the ways we respond to fear, is we try to control as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's crazy, though, to think that uh, you could be 60, in, like in my case, be past 60, and still think to yourself, I, I believe I can control that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, it's, 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 it's deep-seated, you know, that, that deep-seated sin of, of self-control. We think we got it. Yeah, I sure I sure do. I think it's so ironic though, because as my parents aged, I began to realize there's just a lot of things they won't get to control as we go into this last stage of life. And I mean, uh-huh. I mean, my mother probably hadn't been dead 15 minutes, and Dave and I both said, "Uh oh, now it's our turn." <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, so it's it is if if you're blessed with a long life, it is like God has mercy. And this is kind of evidence of his grace to me that he teaches us. We will depend on him before we get to heaven. I mean, he just gives us chance after chance to learn how to do that. 
So, and the blessing of this brain tra- of this brain surgery and the brain trauma was I had to learn that completely. Now I had tried. I I think I I had gotten the, the message good, maybe maybe not well enough, because. I wake up now and I thank God for putting the air in my lungs. Wow. I know I don't have any control. That, and I, I know that I have no promise of, of, the, of seeing the end of the day, but at least he's given me the gift to see the beginning of it. I love that. I love that. I, I come from a little different background, but... In later years now, I've been a member of a historically African-American church, and we sing this wonderful song. He woke me up this morning, and he started me on my way. The Lord, I can't, I mean, I can't sing, so I won't do that to you. But the the next line is, the Lord is blessing me right now, right now. And so there are many mornings when I just am so blessed by that song. It's the first thing that comes to my mind. He woke me up this morning. And my first thought is, what are we going to do today, Lord? Because I don't want to do stuff by myself anymore. Mm-hmm. I've done plenty of those decision, decisions, yeah, where I could, was in control, I thought. <laughs> yeah. See what happens? It gets us. Right before I crashed and burned, you know, but but there is a cost to that. And I think it's easy to talk about it and almost, you know, you and I know the advantages, but we really, for our listening friends, I just, I want people to know there is a cost to that lifestyle and it is usually sacrifice. And that's no surprise. Jesus sacrificed so much on the cross, but the, the joy is in finding that place where, you know, the sacrifice is worth the fellowship with him. I love that. And and I want to ask you another question because I just think it's so fun to be able to pick your brain. Ah, I didn't mean that, though. I didn't mean that. As, <laughs> There's lots to pick I, I didn't mean days. that like a pun about your brain tumor, but it's pretty funny. That was ac- <laughs> accidentally humor. That's me. Um I'm an accidental comedian. I don't know that when I'm saying stuff, how funny it is sometimes. Oh, we're going to have two minutes and then we have to go to the break. I'm so disappointed. I want to talk to you when we get back about gaining victory when you've had to go through trauma and you faced it. I mean, sometimes we face it because of our own choices, as I did. But sometimes it just lands in our lap because either something bad has happened or somebody in our life is messy. So I want to talk a little bit about how that victory and getting over uh, facing down trauma can have a ripple effect in our churches and our communities. So I w- if you're listening in, stay with us. Robin has so much to share. We, we have just touched the tip of the iceberg. If you're facing any kind of crisis right now in your life or trauma, I just want you to know she's going to have something to share that will probably be a huge blessing to you. I know this because I read her book. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so stay with us. Her book is God's Best During Your Worst, Living Under His Umbrella. And you can find her at robinleftig.com. And you don't even have to write that down because I'm going to put out a blog with all the information and hyperlinks. And you can find it at my website, Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. I wish you would go there and sign up to get our blog every week. And if you do, you'll get Robin's stuff immediately because it'll come out with this. If you're listening to this, it's already out. And then the other thing I want to tell you is I have those two books. So don't forget to look for those. 
the well, the art of drawing out authentic conversations and marriage conversations from coexisting to cherished. This is Truth with a Texas Twang, and we are going to be right back with Robin Luftig and more wisdom from her experiences that she acquired after brain tumor surgery. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. Does your spouse refuse to hear? Do your children stare without comprehending? Does your parent or boss raise objections to all your good ideas? Oh, the frustration. Conversations often break down instead of breaking through. Hi, this is Kathy. We've just released a book about one of history's most influential women. Just like you, she was pre-qualified for influence. In our book, The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversations, I explore more than 40 strategies Jesus himself used to launch her from lonely to leadership. The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversations. Get your copy today at Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com or on Amazon and start exercising the influence God has prepared for you. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever? It's home, where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. Okay, we are talking to Robin Luftig, and this is just one of the blessings of this show is I get to invite anybody on the show that I want to talk to and pick their brain. And once I had a good understanding of who Robin is, I could not wait to get her on the show for you, my listening friends. So, Robin, I'm so excited. Everything you shared in both episodes, I loved what you shared about your story in the first episode, which I think we're going to call God's Best, Your Worst, His Umbrella, Robin Luftig's story. But this one, I think we're going to call something like uh, Healing, Facing Limits, Honestly, So I don't want to move from that subject. I really want to kind of come back to that. You've been through brain surgery. You had a tumor the size of a fist taken off your brain. I cannot even imagine. Did you have a long recovery? Because I would never even guess you've been through that. Well, they say it takes about five years for a complete recovery from, from brain surgery. That just amazes me. Do you feel like... 
I mean, does it amaze you that you could actually have a complete recovery from brain surgery? Well, I don't think I did get complete recovery. I think I have some um, residual of from either the the surgery or the the um, the seizure, one or the other, because I lose words. I my my right side is a little weaker than my left. Um, I forget things, but you know, I'm in my sixties, so I don't know it's which is age or which is the seizure. It's really but hard you know what? I'm to okay tell. With that. I don't mind because that's a reminder of what I could have had. Wow. It could, it could have been worse. Well, I think it's amazing that the kind of recovery God's given you because you speak in front of audiences now, which I'm yeah, self-conscious do. about doing that myself. And I don't, I haven't recovered from brain tumor. I, I, I do lose my words though. I will tell you that. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, whenever I speak, I always pray before I go out and say, God, I don't want to be out there if you're not there with me. So you put the words in my mouth and I'll have them spell out. Let's work together. Let's do this as a team. That's so wise. And yeah, it's so far, so far. Well, I love it that you're that way. You know, what's funny is sometimes I get embarrassed after I've spoken because I often forget to pray out loud before I speak. And the reason Mm -hmm. is I've prayed so much preparing beforehand, you know, Mm -hmm. That when you get up there to deliver the speech, sometimes I'll forget to bow my head and pray beforehand. And I don't know if other people even notice that, but it's interesting to me to hear you talk about how important it is. The prayer piece to me is the most important piece when you're speaking, because otherwise, how could you ever be that brave to do it? Well, then it's all about you. You know, it's all about that control. And Uh I don't want control. I've got a Heavenly Father that's created the universe. I think he could handle it. You know, I love it that you brought that up. I think some of what has been really very frightening and also thrilling for me in the last few years is stepping into things that I thought were too hard for me. Just way too hard. And and I've learned to go ahead and just step into them because I know that's where God's going to be and his strength. Well, one of the one of the benefits of having a trauma that lasts ten days is that I didn't have time to be afraid. Wow. I didn't have time. I, I had work to do. I had to find out if God was really who He was. Mm. I had to find out if everything was real to me. And I say I had to I had to do a swan dive into the lap of Jesus. I had to give up all pretense of having any control because I didn't have time. Mm. Now you sent me a message and I don't know if you're looking at this, but I, if you're, if you're looking at it, I want you to read it in your own voice. If you're not, I'm going to read it because I love this. It's about a faith uh, that that's tested by fire. Are you looking at the, the information you sent me? a, A faith? That is tried by fire as a faith that can be trusted. Yes, I love that. I love it that you said that. When you when I read it in your notes, I was like, oh my gosh, I think this woman is so wise. 
Did you do you have the rest of that paragraph that you sent me? I, I do you care if I just read it? I just want people to hear it. Go this. ahead, sure. Go it's ahead. such a per, I mean, yeah, it was such ahead. a personal note, but I thought I just want to read this out loud to everyone. I want everyone to benefit from your wisdom. There is nothing any of us could do to make us worthy of God's love. Conversely, there is nothing so bad that would make God not love us. That's what my purpose in life is, to share that God's love for us is not about us, but about him. And a faith that is tried by fire is a faith that can be trusted. Robin, I get chills reading it. Every time I read that, I get chills. Well, isn't that, it's so simple. It's not easy, but it's so <laughs> simple. It's so and true, it's so isn't simple. it? It's so yeah. true. A lot of truth is that way. It may sound simple, but it's in reality. Okay, so I'm walking around the the block one day with one of my friends, and we'd been this was 20 years ago. We'd been trying to figure out how to how to study Greek in the original language, and so we were doing tons of translating, just trying to get familiar enough with the language. And as we're walking around the block, she goes, "You know, the hardest translation is not in these books. It's from." God's word to my heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's powerful. I just stopped in my tracks. I was like, oh, I wish you would never have said that. <laughs> yep, so true. That kind of does it. So true. Especially for people like us who are kind of word nerds. I just, I just mm-hmm. like ideas and thoughts so much that it's sometimes hard for me to remember. It isn't about knowing stuff. It's about being in him. Well, it's funny. I heard a man, a, a pastor, speak. In a, he was visiting a church, and it wasn't his congregation, like his type, his flavor of congregation. You know? Oh yeah, there are a lot of different flavors out there. And he yeah, said, you know, right. my my congregation gets upset with me when I say this sometimes because he says I do speak in other churches. He uh-huh. said, but I I don't think that God is so concerned about our theology as he is concerned about the condition of our heart. Oh, yeah. And I thought, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we but, all have we all have what we need to believe. But there's a lot of different flavors, you know. And that's, it's, if, the, if our hearts are focused on God, if, if we just love on Jesus and accept him as our Savior... I think that's good. Kathy, don't you think that's good? Oh, yeah, I think it boils down to that. I mean, that's the whole reason that he came. I asked David, yeah. my my hubster, I asked him one time, why do you think we have so many denominations? And David goes, Kathy, who do you think invented denominations? <laughs> he always gets right That's to the point, you know. I just thought that was That's so funny. I've kept that in mind ever since. Because um, yes. I think God didn't invent denominations. He just didn't, you know. Yes. Yeah. So he also he also really emphasized there's only one church. There's all these congregations, and I love your the idea church, of flavors. Yeah. That that is so true. Flavors. They flavors. almost. The, each little community or congregation has its own flavor, just like the people are individuals within that congregation. And I think God right. loves that variety, just like he, we, we live in East Texas. So if you want to see variety, just start naming all the trees we, we live with here, 
There are just so many, and they're all so beautiful, you know? I, I, I think, love Texas. I have mm-hmm. to tell you, I visited Texas not long ago, saw a, a, a friend of ours, uh-huh. and I, I, if I ever move from Pennsylvania, that will be one of my first choices. I love Texas. Well, we have a lot of people moving here right now, but I love Pennsylvania and what a history and beautiful architecture, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, so Pennsylvania is pretty awesome. But, I, but yeah. of course, I'm a Texan, so we're just obnoxious about our state. We can't help it. But it is, it is the word Tejas means friendly. So we are a friendly state if you can get over our braggadocious kind of attitude about it. <laughs> We're way off track now, aren't we, Kathy? Yeah, what I always say is God, uh, like all the good people come to the United States, and when they get really smart, they come to Texas, and if they stay here long (laughs) enough, we'll make Texans out of them. So, yeah, we're pretty open. Whoever wants to join us, we we welcome them. Well, um, we're a little off track, but, you know, I think that that is one of the things that happens as you get older and you've lived in the Lord a long time. You begin to see the place where he really welcomes us into his presence. And also um, he, he, that begins to kind of overflow in our lives and we welcome others into our life and our hearts. And I really could right. see that in, in everything you, I could find out about you online and all the books and messages and the, and your website, I could just see that about you. And it made, it really drew me to you, uh, Robin. And I, and knowing what you've been through and how you've conquered that five-year recovery, I'm just so impressed by you. We're about to close this episode, but I just wanted to take a moment and tell you how grateful I am for all that you've written and what a benefit it was to me to get to read your work and uh, just to get to have a conversation with you so relaxed and chill and focused on the well, things that I... my pleasure. Uh, focus yeah. on the things that I care about, especially on God himself. I, I just couldn't ask for a sweeter kind of moment with you. So thank you for that very much. It's been my pleasure, Kathy. Thanks for having me here. You're, you're welcome. It was a treat and a joy for me, a privilege. And so I want to remind you, if you've been listening in, thank you for joining us today. You are the reason we do what we do. We, we wouldn't do this without you. It's all about giving you tools that you can use in your church or in your home to talk about subjects, just to bring them up in a real unthreatening way and get to talk about the things that you want to talk about with your family and your friends. So that's why we did this today. This is what Robin and I live for. And what all our guests on this show are looking for is a chance to share great stuff and victory with our friends and with you. So thank you for joining us. Remember, you can find all this and more at kathycraffy.com, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com, where you'll find both the books we've just released, or you can find Robin's stuff at robinleftig.com and her beautiful books there too. And please join us again for Truth with a Texas Twang. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in key.